You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. I want to pick up where we left off, but as always, I give a little review um, to bring things to your remembrance whereby you may be stirred up. But last week we talked about giving at God's direction under their under, excuse me, the theme breaking barriers. Now, when we're talking about breaking barriers, we're talking about or we've been sharing uh, a message dealing with tearing down strongholds, ideologies, ways of thinking that would have struck me from honoring God in the area of money. Now, I prefaced this weeks ago by stating that 80% of Christians disregard this message. 80% of Christians rather not hear um, the subject of money is probably the most controversial, uh, controversial message in the body of Christ, which shows us that there are a lot of hearts that are bent toward God in the area of giving. And it's really a matter of the heart. Uh, one of our foundational scriptures was found in Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 and 7, New Living Translation. Will you say this? Giving is about honor. Come on, say it like you're saved and you're proud. Giving. Come on, sit tall. Let's hear the inflection of your voice. Giving is about honor and respect. And, and you know what? And don't be this person because it's disheartening. As a pastor, uh, and, I, it, and it happens because the scripture tells us this. As a matter of fact, let's go here first. First Timothy 6, 10, uh, Amplified Version. A lot of people, because of being in the wrong relationship with money, have abandoned the faith and caused themselves a lot of heartache and unnecessary turmoil because they allow themselves to be moved out of the place where God called them all because they were afraid to deal with their issues of finances. Don't allow the devil to cause you to get out of your spot because you are afraid to confront the issue of money. And can I say something with you? It does matter. And I'm going to show you this and I'm going, I got to get to it today in Proverbs where it, we are supposed to acknowledge God in all of our ways, okay? And he will direct that path, even as it relates to having a place of worship. In the book of Luke, around, uh, in the book of Luke, chapter 13, the Bible makes mention, around verse 10 through 16, the Bible makes mention of Jesus um, went to a synagogue, was preaching, and there was this lady who had been there, or there was this lady that was there who had uh, an infirmity for 18 years. Don't know how long she's been there. Didn't say she was there for 18 years. She just had this problem for 18 years. Just like the man at the pool of Bethesda who had the infirmity. A lot of people misquote, say he wasn't at the pool 38 years. 
He just had that affliction for 38 years. Was the people, he would know the Bible does not say he was there 38 years. He had that issue for 38 years. Just like this woman, she had that issue uh, for 18 years. Now, we don't know how long she attended. Could have been 18 years. We don't know. Could have been a year. Could have been weeks, months. But we do know nothing happened to this woman until the anointing showed up. And I'm saying that to say, just because you go to a church on Sunday doesn't mean that the anointing is there. See, you want to be, see, where God places you, there is an anointing there for you. Now, they might have good worship. They might have a lot of good programs, a lot of this and that. But it's not going to benefit you if that's not the place where I'm supposed to be. Because I could go and still be dying spiritually because there is no anointing for me there. And they may be a great orator, a great preacher, teacher. But that is not the lock. Excuse me. They don't have the key. To unlock what's in you. Just like you, you, you may have a key and, it, and it'll fit various locks, but it may not open that particular lock. So whenever you get to where God, that is the place where you're going to flourish, where you're going to blossom. And some people don't take that into, into consideration. Well, 1 Corinthians 12, 18 says that God sets the members in the body as it pleases him. So, and, and, and let me say this, and when I'm led by God. And here go a nugget. When you truly, because you hear people, oh, God called me to be here. God, See, let me, let, me say, let me just help the person who, when you really say God did this, a person who believes that God really sent me here can take rebuke, hold on, can receive correction, would take instruction, and say, Thank you, Pastor, because I know you were just doing this to help me run on. So I'm saying that to say it wasn't until the anointing showed up. Now watch this. Here, then the scripture makes mention how she was a, a, a daughter of Abraham. So it, it, it would mean that she was a Jewish. She was a, a Jew. So there was to be favor upon her. Not only that, she was a child of the covenant. So here you got people who are entitled to have, but because you're not where you need to be, you are living substandard than what God has called for you. So since you don't believe, see, see, that's why it's important. See, you may be over there and hearing you have to die of something rather than being taught to lay hold to your covenant inheritance of healing. See, you may be over there talking about everybody ain't going to be, everybody may not be, but doesn't mean that God didn't provide it for you. So it's important that when I get somewhere, I don't allow what I hear because I have the wrong relationship with something. Or someone that caused me to get out of my spot. But uh, go back to 1 Timothy. Well, y'all know the story. Or didn't I read 1 Timothy uh, 6 some time ago? But that was a nugget about the, 
this girl who had the affirmative. But what did Jesus say? Be loosed. So, so what are you saying? When I get to where the anointing is, oh, you're going to be loosed. That, 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 that's why some of you, you have testimonies, Pastor. I searched high and low, but it wasn't until God led me here that I found relief. It wasn't until I got here that breakthrough came. Are you here? But the point I wanted to show you that people were led astray. They wanted from faith, from the faith, and pierced themselves through with many acute mental pains. All because I didn't want to sit down and say, Lord, show me me. Now let's go back to Malachi. You know, it's like somebody who might be uh, on some type of substance abuse and they go to these meetings. You know, the first thing they want you to do is acknowledge (laughs) You know, you know it, it, their mindset, and we know by faith, we know how we think it's I ain't that Well, yeah, you delivered. But first, you need to acknowledge that, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. I got an issue with giving, Pastor. And, and, and see, healing can't start until you say, you know what? I'm stingy. No, for real. And, and it's not always intentional. Maybe you were reared up in an environment where there was scarcity, lack, and not enough. And, and just, you know, by default, here you were lying, but because you were raised with ducks, you think you're a duck. See, you take on the, the mentality in the environment that you dwell in. So whatever environment that you dwell in the most, you begin to adopt that mentality. That's why it's important that you dwell in the right environment. Tell me who your friends are. You heard this before, and I'll tell you who you are. Show me who your friends are, and I'll show you who you are. The Lord of, let's read this out loud. The Lord of the heaven army says to the priest, a son honors his father. A servant respects his master. If I am your father and master, where are the honor and respect I deserve? I don't gave you the context on this, but what I want to show you is that look what the, uh, the prophet is saying to the priest. If I'm your father, or God initially, if I'm your father and master, where are the honor and respect I deserve? You show contempt by doing what? Saying, uh, let me see. You, you have shown contempt for my name, but you ask, how have we ever shown contempt for your name? How did they? By just offering him defiled offerings. Listen, by now, uh, there should be some, at least some, where penetration, this word has begun to penetrate into your spirits. Because you are receiving or have received this message. So for the person who said, man, wow. Lord, show me me. I'm not looking at this person. I look at that person. And if you are that person who, who, who got naked before God, there should be some turning now. You should see some difference in how you approach giving now. The, the mentality should have, you know, the, now, uh, you before I just give, I weigh it before God. And watch this. It may not be you even obey him, but you're at that point now where I am at least acknowledging him. Lord, give me grace to do it because I know it takes faith. But nonetheless, I went from disregarding you to I'm at the point now where I am at least giving you first opportunity. At least I want to hear your opinion on the matter. Now, I ain't do it last week. But maybe today, 
Not only will I hear, but I'm going to heed. Are you here? Honor is about honor and respect. Now, uh, these people that gave wrongly uh, in a few ways, and, and I share that with you, but I want to, well, let me share it with you. They gave wrongly through uh, expedience. They were being cheap as possible through neglect. They didn't care how they honor God and through willful disobedience. They didn't present the type of offerings that were requested. Now, write this down. To honor God, notice he's, he said, if I'm, if I'm your master, where's my honor? Hmm. If I'm your father and master, where's my honor and respect? To honor God, and I showed you this in Genesis 4 in reference to Cain and Abel. To honor God means to give him the rightful place of authority by rendering to him gifts or offerings of tribute. To honor God means to give him the rightful place of authority, which is going to be first, by rendering him gifts of tribute. You remember Cain uh, brought an offering, or some of his offering. But that word, I told you, uh, in the Hebrew, it means, uh, that word often means a gift, and it was a regular tribute brought to a ruler. So people would offer offerings to the ruler indicating that they are supreme in their lives. Whether it was God or who, whoever, whoever they worship, when they would present offerings, they would say that you are supreme in my life. <laughs> so when we honor God, what we're saying is that, Lord, you are, I didn't do this on my own. Are you here? Three things, write this down, we need to consider, and I'm move on to Proverbs. We need to consider when we offer acts of worship to the Lord. Number one, the attitude of my heart. These are things I've said in the past, but I want to just, again, stir them up by way of remembrance. The quality of my offering. Notice in weeks past we talked about, listen, some heard a mouth rather than heard what I said. It matters how you give. See, it's not necessarily the amount, it's the heart. Because we've seen in the, 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 the story of the widow woman who gave a penny, gave more than those who had money, who were rich gave because it was the, it was the heart. Even those who had money really didn't give anything that cost them something. So you can give a lot with the wrong heart and give $5 with the right attitude. And that person will be blessed. So it's the heart. So it matters how you give. And watch this. Well, why do you say this much? That's much? No. When I present it to God, if he really matters to me, whatever he says, I'm going to honor him. Whether it's 50, 500, 5,000. Next, my faith. Hebrews 11. Verse 4, we've seen Abel giving how? In faith. Do y'all see this? By faith, let's read this out loud. By faith, Abel offered God, everyone reading that loud, come on. By faith, Abel offered God a greater sacrifice than Cain. And through, listen, it, why was it greater? Because he responded in faith. Notice Cain just gave a portion. Here, take this. But 
Abel offered that which took faith. <laughs> Giving him the, notice he gave him the fat part, the best part. What's the best part? Whatever God places in my spirit and I respond in faith. Because I know in my natural mind, I want about to honor God with that. And we're talking about God. And you know what some people do, uh, going back to the people in Timothy, who allow the people who have a love of money, rather than seeing themselves, they pointed me, Brother Frederick, all the preacher want, or they pointed whoever, all the, rather than saying, Lord, you know, I, I don't want to be like this. Where did this come from? It, it, at least investigate. Find out where this stinginess, where, who is the root, who, who did this to me? That when it comes to honoring you, I'm blaming preacher. And some, even to the degree where now I'm skipping around trying to find somebody that would say something that would appease my flesh, going back to what the Apostle Paul shared with this young pastor by the name of Timothy. The day is going to come when people would no longer want to, would no longer want to uh, endure sound doctrine, but they would heap up teachers to gratify their flesh. So they'll look for people who will, okay, see, that's, that's a prime example of being at a synagogue where there's no anointing. <laughs> That's a prime example of being somewhere where there's no anointing. If uh, the, the men and women who are up before you are saying things to appease your flesh, because I don't want to really step on any toes and uh, they'll stop. The, no, no, no. When you understand that, that even Shekinah glory, this is not my church, it's not Pastor Church, this is the church of the living God. Are you here? By faith, Abel offered a greater sacrifice than Cain, and through his faith, he was what? Commended as righteous because God commended him for his offerings. Last week I shared you, so this wasn't a one-time event. He offered when he would offer in faith. And I submit to you, through the conversation that God had with Cain, that just wasn't a one-time thing. Right here tells us that offerings. And Cain knew what to do. That's why when it happened, the Lord said, man, if you do what's right. Will it not be accepted? Just like if I'm going somewhere where the word is being taught, I, oh, I know what to do. And I can't be mad when the bottom falls out and I'm never on top and always on bottom. I'm never the head. I'm always the tail. Uh, 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 never above, always beneath. Why? Because I know what to do, but I don't do it. How can I really be mad when I've been shown the way, but I refuse to take that way? Who can I be mad at when things belly up? Wow. Are you here? It, oh, man. Cain gave a part, but not his best part. He was being selfish. Hmm. Which lets us know he didn't offer it in faith. Are you here? What does this mean by Abel offering his offerings in faith? It means that Abel trusted that God, listen to this, would provide his needs. Who would provide? Who? He believed that God would provide for his needs. But Cain kept the best part for himself. Understand this because he did not trust God. 
If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.